Section 13 of Whom We Shall Welcome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Whom We Shall Welcome. Report of the President's Commission on Immigration and Naturalization. Part 3, Chapter 8, National Origin System, Suggestions to the Commission. In discussions of the national origins quota system over a period of years, many alternatives have been proposed. Following are some of the suggestions made to the Commission as to possible courses of action. Proposals concerning a total annual quota to stop all further immigration to the United States. Such proposals have been advanced from time to time without success during our national history. In fact, the 1921 Act developed from just such a proposal. Some few urged this extreme measure during the Commission's hearings. To abandon any numerical limitations. This is the pattern of free immigration, subject to qualitative limitations, which prevailed in the United States before 1921. No one has seriously urged this position upon the Commission. To abandon numerical limitations, but to require assurance of financial responsibility. While this plan would not proclaim any specific maximum limitations, its sponsors argue that it would, in effect, operate as a self-limiting guarantee against excessive immigration. The qualitative restrictions in the present law would in substance be retained. In addition, each prospective immigrant would have to furnish firm and legally enforceable assurance that he would not become a burden on the community. This is a plan for qualified immigration similar to that in effect in some other countries. To allow free movement of peoples in designated areas of free trade. This proposal has been advanced by Fortune magazine and envisages specific identification of the immigration policy of the United States with revised economic and foreign policies. To adopt flexible annual quotas based on national need and capacity. The advocates of this plan argue that the present immutable annual maximum number that may be admitted makes no allowance for national needs and changing world conditions. They point out that the quotas have remained fixed despite alterations in the requirements of the United States and of the world situation. They favor periodic revisions in the immigration quota maximum based on an evaluation of current needs and the national capacity to absorb immigrants. This proposal could be combined with any formula for allocating visas within the annual numerical limitations, either the national origin system or any substitute plans. Some have suggested that an administrative agency be given authority, under standards established by Congress, to determine the number of immigrants who would be received in the United States each year within a designated range. Proponents say that flexible authority to determine the number of immigrants to be admitted annually is conferred upon administrative agencies in other countries. Proposals to Retain the National Origin System To retain the National Origin System without change 
This course of action was followed by the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952, and approved by some witnesses at the hearings. To retain the national origin system, but make adjustments and revisions in its operations. Among those who urge this course are persons who support the national origin system in principle, but admit that some modifications in the current statutory design are desirable, and also persons who oppose the national origin system in principle, but who have not devised any workable substitute pattern, or who believe that legislative strategy dictates interim measures. A number of revisions have been suggested. Pooling of unused quotas. This plan has had strong support. It is predicated on the recognition that high proportions of certain quota allotments have not been utilized, particularly by Great Britain and Ireland. It proposes to assign such unused quotas to other countries. The supporters of this plan argue that it merely makes possible the full utilization of the quota numbers authorized by Congress, which have to a large extent been wasted in the past. The opponents contend, on the other hand, that Congress did not guarantee that the quotas would be fully used, but rather established a maximum authorization. They also assert that any pooling plan would unbalance the national origins pattern. A major problem is the determination as to how to apportion such unused quotas. Some would allocate the unused quota numbers solely on the basis of precedence in applications or in proportion to registered demand for quota members. These suggestions have aroused the objection that the entire pool would, in effect, be appropriated by nationality groups with high demand for immigration. Another proposed plan would reserve such unused quotas for the countries with low quota allotments, and assign them in proportion to the original quotas. Another plan would assign the unused quotas to regional areas, the unused European quotas to Europeans, and the unused Asian quotas to Asiatics. Still another plan would apply the unused quotas to designated groups of immigrants selected on the basis of preferences, such as our national needs, family ties, and personal hardship of the applicants. Adjustment of the Basis of Computation Many have suggested substituting the current census for that of 1920 as the basis for determining national origins quotas. Such a modification would increase the total quota and make possible the admission of a somewhat larger number of immigrants from southern and eastern Europe, where needs are great and quotas small. Another suggestion is to include Negroes, Indians, and other non-white persons in the population base on which the percentage is computed in order to arrive at the total quota. Under the present law, Negroes and American Indians have been excluded from the population base. Were they to be included, this modification alone would result in an increase in the quotas under the Act of 1952, based on the 1920 census, from approximately 155,000 to approximately 171,000. If both these suggestions were adopted, the aggregate quotas on the 1940 census basis would approximate 230,000, 
and on a 1950 basis, aggregate quotas would become 251,162. Eliminate special racial quotas for Asiatics and also special quotas for colonies in the Western Hemisphere. It is alleged that these limitations constitute a survival of racial discrimination and are unnecessary in achieving limitation of immigration. The proponents of such special racial quotas urge, however, that they must be retained in order to preclude excessive immigration of Asiatics from Western Hemisphere countries. Moreover, they contend that the inhabitants of dependencies should not be permitted to utilize the quotas of their mother countries. Rescind the Mortgaging of Quotas Inaugurated Under the Displaced Persons Act Such mortgaging commitments are claimed to be an unwarranted burden on the future. In its final report, the DP story, the Displaced Persons Commission made this recommendation. Many witnesses at the hearings urged it strongly. Eliminate reductions in quotas through private bills, suspension of deportation, and adjustment of status. It is argued that by granting relief in such cases, Congress recognizes that they present special meritorious circumstances, and that such action should entitle the alien to admission outside the quotas. Assign future quotas on the basis of the proportionate use of quotas during any specified period. Such a plan would gear future quotas to the proportions of past immigration. Assign national quotas on basis of national origin percentage in military service of the United States rather than on percentage of total population. This suggestion is intended to reward services rendered to the people of the United States. To retain the national origin system, but substitute regional quotas for the present national quotas. Under this proposal, the quotas for all European countries would be pooled into a single quota for Europe. Likewise, the quotas for the countries of the Asiatic area could be pooled into a single quota for Asia. This plan bears some resemblance to the Asia-Pacific Triangle device introduced in the Act of 1952, it would afford greater flexibility in utilizing the quotas for Europe. The supporters of the national origins principle would probably object to the failure to reserve the major proportion of the suggested European quota for the countries of Northern and Western Europe. On the other hand, many of the opponents of the national origins system would probably argue that this new device would merely continue racial discriminations under another guise. However, this suggestion would accomplish a pooling of presently unused quotas. To retain the national origin system in principle, but bypass it in practice through emergency legislation to admit additional persons on a non-quota or quota mortgaging basis. The Displaced Persons Act was an example of such an approach. Quota mortgaging was used to evade the restrictions of the national origin system. Senator McCarran's special sheepherder law, the War Fiancés Act, Congressman Walter's bill for specialists, and President Truman's emergency proposal for 300,000 refugees and others during a three-year period, as embodied in the bills of Senator Hendrickson and Congressman Seller, are additional examples. 
Some oppose this proposal, who may agree with the objectives of a specific program so advanced, but argue that the way to deal with such recurring emergencies is through enactment of a sufficiently flexible basic immigration law, rather than through crisis legislation. Others in opposition object to the specific program. Proposals to Abolish National Origins System To repeal the National Origins Formula and substitute a flexible allocation within a maximum quota established by law. This proposal would establish a maximum annual quota and would authorize the selection of immigrants within that total quota without regard to their nationality, race, color, or religion. Several different proposals have been advanced for selection within the single quota maximum. A. Some urge a first-come, first-served basis. B. Others suggest a system of preferences for the selection of immigrants within the maximum quota. Various criteria have been suggested for such preferences. The following are some preferences that have been suggested to the Commission. 1. Relatives of American citizens and of alien residents of the United States. 2. Persons with special skills. 3. Refugees, escapees, expellees. 4. Immigrants from overpopulated areas. 5. Persons left in the displaced persons pipeline. 6. Immigrants to satisfy needs in the United States. Opponents of this plan claim that it would virtually preempt the entire quota for particular nationality groups. The proponents argue that this is the only formula that is morally defensible and completely fair. Furthermore, the proponents argue, a proper system of preferences would prevent undue favoritism to any one nationality, and flexibility would permit adjustment to meet the domestic and foreign policy needs of the United States. End of section 13. Recording by Maria Casper.